Hello, and welcome back for episode four of Spill the D. For those of you who are new here, I'm Sabrina, and this is my co-host, Gina. Hello. And we are two 20-somethings talking about our view on all things Disney. Every time that we start our podcast, we get into some Disney news. So I'll go first with mine, and then Gina has way too much Disney news for the week. A lot happened this week. Like, a lot. Disney went crazy. (laughs) So my first Disney news is that they're extending the hours for the first week of March, which means more Disney magic. I'm so excited. Are they extending it on all the parks? I didn't read the article fully. I was just... (laughs) Woo! They're extending it! That's all we need to know! We're not there, so it doesn't really matter which parks we're extending. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm so excited to talk about this right now. So Disney put a warning on their magic bands that say not for internal or subdermal use. It's like officially on the box when you get a magic band. And I think this is hilarious because they did that because two people have now chipped themselves with the magic band. Chipped? Chipped. So they, I think the first person that did it made like a copy, if I'm understanding right, of like the same idea and put it in their arm. So they walked up to guest services. We actually had it on on our Instagram story the other day. They put it up their arm up to the touch point at guest services and the thing buzzed and their name popped up and the woman made a comment that she also has like her car keys and stuff in her arm and doesn't need like oh anything my God. which I don't know how that works when you get a new car like do you take it out and put a new one in or do you just like keep shoving more in oh my god yeah, I don't know. So someone did that, and Disney didn't do anything really about it, I don't think, and that was in, like, October, and then someone else just did it, but I think, if I'm understanding right, they tried to put the entire Magic Band puck. I could in be there. wrong. Oh, they my tr- God. And they tried to put the puck in their wrist, so now if you go and get a magic band, the box says not for internal or subdermal use because okay. Disney is not advocating that you put the chip in your arm. What do you think? Good idea or bad? Terrible, terrible, absolutely terrible. Why would you put something in your arm like that? I was saying this to my sister and she goes, who is that diehard Disney that they need to put a chip in their arm? And I have to be honest, I think I'm enough diehard Disney, I would think about it. But I love the look of the magic band on my wrist. That is like the, yes, I'm going to Disney World. I put it on on the plane. Like, I used to just have it on, like, in Walmart when we lived down there. What if it malfunctions and they need to, like, fix it? And it's in her arm. <laughs> like, then she has to get a new one. And then does she take the old one out and put a new one in? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think... That's... Crazy. You guys have to let us know what you think. Was she a genius or was she the biggest idiot of 2020? Which really <laughs> says something. <laughs> All right. All right. The next thing I have here, the park pass reservations. So if you look at things on social media, a lot of uh, pages are advertising this as Disney extends park pass reservations to 2023. For people who don't know, right now you need a reservation to get into any park in Disney World because of COVID. So that way they can control the numbers. So because yesterday they put out vacation packages 
up until December 2022, I'm pretty sure, they extended the park pass to January 2023. And because of this, it's being advertised by people who aren't Disney as, oh my god, we're going to need this until 2023. Interesting. I don't think we're going to. Yeah. I'd like to hope we're not going to. Disney has not said this is going to be needed until 2023. I think it's just one of those things that's easier to take away than it is to put on later. Especially but that's a big... plan their trips so far out. Like, I know we would plan our trips, like, a year out. Yeah, exactly. If like, wanting to do that, then they can. Yeah, I mean, my family has a trip plan for August that we've been, like, talking about for God knows how long. Like, a while, so... I mean, it's still however many months away. But with that, with Disney putting out these vacation packages, that means they put out their ticket prices for 2022. (laughs) Did you you see this? No, I didn't. Okay, I think it's really shady on Disney's part. (laughs) I do. So Disney put out their ticket prices. Right now, a Disney ticket, depending on what day you go, is anywhere from $109 to $159. And for 2022, the ticket price range is still the same. So everyone is like, oh my god, Disney didn't raise the prices. This is the first time in however long. They did. What they did was, so let's say right now there's 10 days that are $109 and 10 days that are $159. Everything shifted towards that 159. So there's still that minimum price range of 109, but now maybe only five days cost 109. Oh, sneaky. Yes. So they actually, someone did the math online and they actually raised the price about $7 on average. Like for a normal, the average price of a Disney ticket is now like 135, I think, opposed to 129. So they raised it like $7. They cheated the system. They did. Disneyland isn't even open yet. What are they doing? <laughs> I know. They're they're a mess. They're a mess. <laughs> Don't want to go. <laughs> I still want to be there. I mean, I want to be a part of the mess. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do your next news? I feel like I've been talking forever. <laughs> so on Instagram, I saw this morning. I usually look at Disney news before coming on here, but the new Star Wars trading post at Disneyland, downtown Disney district is open today. It's so exciting for those people that live in California that are missing Disney because they'll have like that little Star Wars shop to be getting more. Yeah, it looks so cool from the outside. I want to go. (laughs) I saw something online that I think is really cool, that they're selling things there outside of just the Galaxy's Edge bubble. Interesting. So, like, at Galaxy's Edge, you can only buy stuff that's, like, Galaxy's Edge related. I don't really know Star Wars, so if I'm misspeaking, please tell me. But, like, Galaxy's Edge isn't related to the entire world of Star Wars, just, like, a fragment of it, right? Okay, so what they're doing is you can buy things that are like from the entire world of star wars oh. yeah luke when i was talking to him about lot two i don't think that it's in any of the movies like they made it up <laughs> i don't know we are not the people to have this conversation <laughs> all i know is orcs are cute and i want to be a gunner on <laughs> the millennium falcon <laughs> oh really i'm pilot all day yeah, i'm not a good driver 
That's why I like it. You can hit stuff, but nothing actually happens. Well, I mean, you could crash, but like, you're not going to get hurt. That's so funny. Last news. So Disney put out their Q1 earnings, which was October to December of 2020. And I have all of the numbers here. If you want me to just start rattling off numbers. Oh, God. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So the parks, experiences, and products division, they are down in revenue by 53%, which has added up to a total of $3.6 billion. Oh. And then as far as, like, domestic parks go, so that's, like, just the U.S., um, they are down by 70%, which makes sense because we have two parks here. One of them's closed and one of them's only at 35% capacity. So 70% down. And then international is down by 60%. Oh. But you know what else I was thinking about, there's so many small business Disney shops that people don't really buy from Shop Disney anymore because they can get like better, cute, free shipping. Mm-hmm. I like Etsy versus like Shop Disney who has like $30 shipping well and like comfy too like think about like the pixie place that we worked with like she does comfort color shirts comfort color is like one of the most comfortable shirts you can get and she's selling them for the same price as a t-shirt in Disney if not cheaper yeah so it definitely makes a difference um oh so international that's down 60%. But they just announced that Hong Kong Disneyland is opening on February 19th. Is Disneyland Paris closed? I saw it closed, but I don't know if it reopened. They keep, like, closing and reopening. It's them and one of the ones in, I think, China just keep closing and reopening on and off. I think this, I thought Disneyland Paris was closed. Hold on. I saw it closed, but then they posted a picture of the snow. Maybe it was just somebody in the park. So I just tried to look on their social media to see, but then remembered I don't speak French. <laughs> so yeah. one second, let me just transfer it <laughs> or translate it. Um, they have nothing on here about if they're open or closed. I thought they were closed. They might be open. It doesn't look like they have much posted if they are open. So, so yeah. Um, but Disney overall is still doing well. In quarter one, because of the direct-to-consumer. Disney Plus really saved them. They have 146 million total paid subscriptions. But they also own Hulu and ESPN. So I don't know if that 146 million is including those three. I didn't know that they own that. Yeah, they so they own Hulu, which is why there's, like, nothing really good left on Hulu, because they just put it all on Disney Plus, but it's fine. It's fine. I can watch Bob's Burgers. We're good. Um, <laughs> and then they own Disney Plus. I mean, well, obviously Disney Plus. They own <laughs> ESPN Plus. Isn't that a thing? Because you can get, like, the full, the three things, like Disney, Hulu, and ESPN. Yeah. I knew that they owned ESPN, but I didn't know the extent of it. Yeah, there's, like, some kind of package that you can get with them. And then there's only one more thing I want to talk about, and this is just I'm, like, really excited, and they announced it. I mean, I, I'm sure it's been announced for a while, but they announced that it's coming on Disney Plus in March. They're making a Mighty Ducks series. Oh, my God. Did you watch Mighty Ducks growing up? I don't remember, but I <laughs> – we used to have this game that has the picture of them, and it looks familiar. Oh, my God. I loved it. I want a Fulton Reed jersey so bad. 
But, like, I was looking at the series, and it doesn't look like any of the kids are coming back. Hopefully, they do kind of, like, a Fuller House thing, and, like, random ones pop in, like, let me see Charlie, let me see Fulton, come on. Um, But Emilio Estevez, who plays the coach in Mighty Ducks, is going to be in the show. He's, like, the main character. So, that's really cool. It's Charlie Sheen's brother. I don't know if you know who Emilio Estevez is. Remember, famous people don't really live in my room. Have you seen Breakfast Club? (laughs) Yes. He is, like, the jock. Not, like, the jock. He is the jock. He's the jock. Oh. 99% sure. I hope I didn't just misspeak with all of these people (laughs) listening to us who can tell me that I'm wrong. (laughs) Our specialty is Disney, not famous people. (laughs) Not famous people. Unless those famous people are in Disney. Correct. (laughs) Wait, I was watching Hamilton, and I'm listening, and I'm like, I know this voice. And it was driving me crazy. And then finally I was like, this is the voice for Moana. The woman who plays the, one of the leads, one of the sisters, is the voice for Moana that does, like, the music in the beginning while she's picking up the shells. No way. She plays, oh my god, which sister is she? Eliza. She's Eliza. Never, so the woman, I've never seen it. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm sure people listening have seen it. So, she's Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. If you've seen it, you would know. <laughs> but yeah, I was listening to her sing, and I was like, your voice is so familiar. And then I realized that she is the voice from Moana. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like when we intertwine like that. I know, when when you figure it out. But yeah, that's the only time I know a celebrity is if they were in a Disney movie. I can pick them out. Or if you meet them, like I did on the monorail that one day. I can't remember that guy. He was from Suits. Oh, yeah, you told me, but I'd never seen Suits. So I had we no both were like, we have no idea. <laughs> it took me, like, two days to figure it out. I love meeting celebrities and not knowing. I was talking to a boxer at the Polynesian, a famous boxer, just talking to him and his kid. He did not speak very good English. I think his wife did. Um, his kid was just running around, and then someone was like, do you know who you're talking to? And I was like, no, I have no clue. Like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> What did I do? And it was a famous boxer who was staying at the Polynesian and no one told me. Plus it's better when you don't know. Cause like the conversation I had with the guy actually started with the kid. Cause I had stickers from work in my fanny pack and he was so excited and it was his first time. So I gave him a sticker and then his dad was asking me like where to go, what to do. And he's like, do you work here? And I was like, are you an actor? And we both were like, yes. And then we like kept talking. Like, I <laughs> care about anything. And Kirk was just sitting in the corner like, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Ignorance is bliss. Okay. Are you ready to go into our game? Oh, no, our tip. Yes. Disney tip. Which we kind of mentioned some of it before. Yeah. All right. Our Disney tip for the day is has to do with buying your mask even though Chapik says that he thinks mask might be gone by 2022 or like maybe just optional, whatever. Um, You still have to wear a mask in Disney right now. If you want that cute little Disney mask with Mickey Mouse on it in rainbow colors, that's really cute. If you buy it in the park, it is going to cost you $10. The same mask on Shop Disney comes in a pack of four for $20. So for just a little bit more money, you can get two more masks. It's a really good deal. Um, Disney does do the, you have to pay for shipping unless you spend $75, but 
they randomly give out free shipping depending on the day. So you kind of just have to monitor that. Another way to go about getting your mask is to go to the Disney store. If you want that same one, I got a pack of four at the Disney store for $12. And they had ones there that were Christmas and Halloween ones they were getting rid of that were $1.50. And they're quite comfortable. My mom sent me Christmas ones and I was so iffy about it because everybody complained about the like sizing of it. Um, but they're so comfortable and easy to breathe that mm-hmm. I was like, I have to go to a store. So I got more. <laughs> yeah, they did really well with them, honestly. They're really nice masks. They're cute, too. Yeah. But it's hard because some masks I'm a large and then some I'm an extra large. I am the same way in the Disney ones, too, because they changed the fabric after the first round came out. So I actually have some that are XLs and some that are larges from them. Which makes sense. Yeah, they switched the fabric. And the newer fabric is nicer and a little more true to size. So in the newer fabric, I just needed a large. Yeah, I do like your newer ones. I had to leave the store before I bought more. (laughs) Before I spent all my money on masks. (laughs) Um, And then the last way to go about getting a cute Disney mask, got to talk about Etsy. There's all of those small businesses that you get to support that have homemade Disney masks, um, and they are, they're really nice, honestly, and we just actually looked before we started, and they range from, like, $4 to $12 on on Etsy, basically, and a lot of them do the free shipping, so if you want those Disney ones and don't want to deal with the shipping from the website or don't have time to go to the store, check out Etsy, because, again, you're supporting a small business, You might have just bought a kid their new pair of shoes because you bought a mask from his mom. That's so sweet. I like like buying the ones from Etsy because they have the nose part. Oh, like the clip? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into today. So today we're going to be talking about something everybody does mindlessly without even realizing that they do it. Choosing the direction of their day. I'm really excited for this one. Um, so we're going to be calling this one left or right. And we compiled an entire list for you guys of places in the park when you need to choose which way to go, which I know doesn't sound that exciting, but this, this episode is actually going to be full of like little tips and tricks for you too, because of which way we go and why. <laughs> we're not crazy. I promise. <laughs> well, I started with I was looking at maps, so I only did this based on what map was on the top. So we're starting with Animal Kingdom. So left. When you walk into the park, you can go left. But you can go, like, left around the tree or just left in general. So we'll talk about left general first. So when you go left general first, you can either go left down to Pandora or right up for Africa. Which one would you go? I'm going to Pandora for, like, if it's first thing in the morning, I'm rope dropping Pandora. And go into Flight of Passage. See, I wish. Do they do rope drop for the safari? Yeah. I would do that. I would go right. You'd rope drop for safari? Yeah. I, what if it, like, wasn't rope drop? Um. Then I'd go safari. If I had to choose between there and there, I'm going safari. Yeah, I would go up to Africa. All right. Well, let's go to the other side of the park. If you went in and you went right... Are you going to Dino Land or are you going back to Mount Everest? So this is really hard, but I would definitely pick Dino Land. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go Dino Land too, especially because like I you can ride Everest any time of day and the line is not that bad because worst comes to worst, you do the single rider. True. But 
our favorite ride, Dinosaur, closes an hour before the park. Which no one, they do not advertise that. No. Like, not well at all. Most of the time, yes, it's an hour before the park and they don't tell you. Not all the time, though. It's really random. It's like if there's way too many people, I think they cut it off. But the, like, times that we went at night where there was nobody even in Dino Land, I think they keep it open. It's so weird. Because we've ridden it. That time we rode it, it what was it, 11 times in a row, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was until the park closed. But... There are times that I like run over to it and there's only an hour left and they tell me it's done. So I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Interesting. All right, but base it on. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so overall in Animal Kingdom, are you going left or right? Uh, I feel like we always went left. I feel like we always went into Pandora. Yeah. Mindlessly, we always, like, you go into the park, and then you go around the tree, and we always went left of the tree. You know what's funny? I avoid Pandora in the middle of the day, for the most part. So it depends on when I'm getting there. If I'm getting there first thing in the morning, heck yeah, I'm rope dropping, I'm going to be there an hour before the park opens, 30 minutes before the park opens, whatever, and I'm going to go right to Pandora. But I feel like if I will go in at any other time of day, I go to the right. Yeah. Well, we either went to Everest first or we went to Pandora. Mm-hmm. But we always went before or after work. And yeah. we had fast passes. Back in the day when fast passes exist. <laughs> this was a weird one to start on because Animal Kingdom does not have very good left or right options. No. Uh, to love odd <laughs> All right, let's go into the fun ones. Epcot. Yay! The question everyone's asking. World Showcase, are you going... Mexico or Canada? You know what's funny? We chose different. <laughs> yep. But why did you pick Canada? <laughs> I always go Canada first. I like to end on a margarita and some nachos. I like Canada. I like the UK pavilion. I think it's great to go into Rose and Crown and just like walk around the UK pavilion and then like work your way around. See, that's funny. I, I like going frozen. So I go Mexico. <laughs> see what well, I like to like rope drop frozen and then go about my day mm. like when I if I'm just going and like drinking around the world or eating around the world or whatever I'm starting in Canada well, and most people what I said it depends on where we come from because usually we don't start in the showcase well we have that here too which one do you go when you go into the park to the left or the right of spaceship earth do you go over to Soren or do you go to Test Track area? See, I feel like I would I would go to Test Track if it was the old Test Track, but I always go Soren. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Like it doesn't seem worth it to me to go to Mission Space and Test Track if I'm not gonna ride Test Track. It's so funny because I actually if I'm like rope dropping, I go back to Soren and then and not to Soren, sorry. I go back to flight at Oh, I can't get those <laughs> words out. If I'm rope dropping, I go back to Frozen, and then I come back over, and I do test track and, like, mission space, depending on who I'm with, but not really super often, and then I go over to Soren. So, I'm, I go left. Interesting. So, we do opposites. Our opinions for that one are completely opposite. See, I feel like if we didn't have fast passes, our days would be controlled by one of us instead of the both of us. Yeah. He always has like had fast passes for yeah. a place that we would head and then we would decide accordingly 
well, yeah, I mean, I've, if you have a frozen fast pass and then like you're coming from soaring, you'll go like across mm-hmm. go there. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm kind of basing it off of like, I went, I flew down twice since there's been no fast pass. So I'm kind of thinking of it like that, like how I did it. But even, like I said, but even just like going around the world showcase, I also like to go the opposite way of people. Everyone else goes Mexican, Mex- Mexican, Mexico to Canada. So I just feel like it's always like, that's how the crowd's going. So it's more crowded. So if you go the other way, those first few pavilions are going to be nice and empty. Interesting. Well, I also feel like, cause there's not like Mexico has drinks and then like you get to Norway and you have frozen, but like Canada doesn't have like margaritas to like draw you in. Yeah. So they have a, um, this like blueberry drink that's really good, but it's seasonal. It's this like frozen blueberry drink and it's so good, but it's only seasonal. So interesting. Very okay. good. On specific ride. Do okay. you go left or right for mission space? Do you go green or orange? Orange. See, I like orange for the ride, but I like greens like screen, like the okay. adventure you go on. So for those that don't know, orange is the more intense version. Green is the you just soar around the world. If you're motion sick, you go on green. Yeah, you fly over the Earth. Where in Mars, you're going. Where in orange, you're gonna land on Mars. I cannot speak today. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Wait, why do you like the green screen better? I like it better because it was around the Earth. When we rode that together, I just remember you going, "I've been there. I've been there. I've been there." <laughs> pointing to all the countries you know you've been to, <laughs> and I was like, "Cool." <laughs> It was so cool to see, like, from, like, a sitting position and, like, seeing it. Yeah. really, like, see Earth that way. I don't know. I like – so I get carsick. So the first time that I went on Mission Space, I was petrified I was going to throw up. This is actually one of the best stories that I have in Disney. I'm just going to go for it. Okay, so it was me. Ellie, Rick, and Brian, and we're getting on this ride. It is a four-seater ride, so we were going to fill our thing. And the whole way through, I'm seeing signs that are like, if you get motion sickness, do not ride. Turn around now. Turn back now. And I was like, no, I'm going to do this. I get car sick. I don't get sick on rides. I'll be fine. So I'm getting nervous and talking myself out of it, but I'm like, I'm good. We get to the front of the line, and Ellie sees the sign that says, if you are claustrophobic, this is tight. And all of a sudden, she starts freaking out, silently freaking out. And we're standing there waiting to get on. And we both look at each other and decide that we've never wanted to be astronauts. So we don't need to be doing this ride right now. But we did it anyway. We get on the ride. We lock in. The wall comes down on you. And it, that screen is like six inches from your face, it feels like. like. It's so close. They have puke bags. And Ellie just starts freaking out. And having like a full-on breakdown and talking herself down out loud. She's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's not that close. We're good. We're good. She's freaking out. Her talking herself down, she calms herself down and in the process works me up. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to throw up on this ride. This is it. This is the end. I'm stuck. I'm going to be in my throw up all day. I can't do this. I'm going to get so sick. And I'm like, I need to get off this. Brian looks at me panicking and goes, oh my God, and starts 
banging on the wall, like slamming and going, help, help, we need to be let out. And I'm like, Brian, they're not going to let us out. You need to calm down. And then we're all just screaming and the ride starts and we were all fine, but it was just such a dramatic moment. <laughs> and the part when it goes into hyper uh, sleep, when Ellie pressed the button to put us into hyper sleep, I think all of us cursed her out because we thought she actually did something. Oh my god. We were like, we're gonna be stuck, you idiot. Oh my god. It was probably the most ridiculous moment of my life. And I said, I got off and said, I never need to do that again. Which is why we never did it except the green. <laughs> I think <laughs> I did the orange one more time later, but like we like me and Rick do not ride that when we go. <laughs> god, you were my first time on green, I believe. Really? On it. Yeah, and we were trying to fill out the, we were doing the let's do every ride in the park kind of uh, thing. Oh, yeah. I want to do green, and I was like, I've never done it, so let's do it. I liked it a lot. I think <laughs> I, from now on, I think I would do green from now on. Yeah. It's just, just fun. The, it's a nice well, relaxing. Yeah, and then my family, like, we love, like, thrill my stomach's rumbling mm -hmm. and tummy turning. Um, so we usually go on orange, but I think I'm going to do green from now on. Okay, interesting. All right, so the next one we have on here is Hollywood Studios. So that one, because Hollywood Studios is a bunch of dead ends, it's actually, we're going to go left, right, or straight. So are you going Star Wars is left, straight back to Toy Story, or right to Sunset Boulevard? Sunset. Me too. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. First thing every time. Walk in to the right. It's just such a good feeling, like, first thing in the morning, too. Like, seeing yeah. Tower of Terror ahead of you. Well, and then the, like, intro music. And then the, like, palm trees that line up to Tower of Terror. It's like, I cannot wait to scream. <laughs> yes. I love it. Okay. So, speaking of Tower of Terror, this is one of our rides that splits. Yeah. So, are you... When the ride splits, are you going in the left elevator shift or the right? So that means or when it splits, are you going to walk straight or are you going to turn to the right? I feel like I always walk straight. Unless we know where Mark is and that's where we went. <laughs> yes, we rode so many times we made a friend. His name's Mark. He's great. <laughs> um, I always go straight. We have tested it and have proven that straight is normally a better ride unless there are children. Mark actually helped us and gave us this tip, yeah. remember? So they can see you. There are people. It's not computers. There's a person picking how intense your drop is. So if you are surrounded by little kids who look terrified, your drop is not going to be as intense. You might have like the leapfrog version. So if you see, if you're about to go straight and you look and there's a crying kid in front of you or behind you about to follow you, turn right. <laughs> get out of there get out of there your ride will not be as good also remember when he told us so if you cover your face in the photo they keep that photo because <laughs> it's sketchy because it's sketchy because you're not supposed to do that and I covered my face once <laughs> they have my photo <laughs> you're on the, the watch list for Disney <laughs> even though they don't know what your face looks like know my hands <laughs> your hair is pretty distinctive I think they'd be able to find you I feel like my, my hair is always up 
in on that ride because it would go everywhere it has to be <laughs> that's like one of my favorite rides yes but yeah watch for the kids wherever the kids are go to the other one because if you have all adults on there you're gonna have the best ride of your life oh yeah and they keep it going for a longer time they do it, sometimes your time when it was all adults yeah sometimes you're like oh my god we're still going this is still happening <laughs> right when you think it's done I love it not over <laughs> we're not done yet yeah the best is when the cart pulls in and you're with a group of people that you start going like screaming on if you think you're gonna go up or down you're like and everyone's like voting you're like up up down down and then like one of them happens I feel like we should explain that. So Gina and I start screaming because I want to go down and she wants to go up first. So we scream at each other and then other people join in to our bicker. Yeah, and it has officially turned into a thing that I do every time I ride. No matter who I'm with, I start chanting it and then everyone on my thing starts cheering on which way we're going to go. Um, hey, oh, we... Gina's. I don't get it. Why don't you want to drop first? <laughs> I do want to drop first. I just always think it's going to go up. Like, I just want to win. <laughs> like obviously I want to drop that's more fun but I just yeah. think it's going to go up but when it goes up then you have a bigger <laughs> drop down that's Yay. true but then you don't know it's half full because I feel like if you drop first that's like a oh my god instead of like when you go up then you like are like woo <laughs> Yay. Yay! now I know we're about to drop <laughs> now I know what's happening I don't know sometimes it shoots you up twice and you're like what the hell is happening <laughs> did the ride break oh my god okay so from sunset boulevard when you leave it do you go left to star wars land or you go right around straight to toy story land toy story really i like i want to ride midway mania 50 times that's true you are very good at it gina's very motivating on that ride to a point where like you i'm scared (laughs) hit the guy you gotta hit the guy we need to get the mouth open (laughs) yeah um fun fact if you work together on that ride you score higher both people because you unlock little power-ups and everyone's like everyone for themselves i'm like no we're working together we're gonna win i'm still gonna beat you but we're gonna win together and if you don't hit a thing she gets it will forever be the balloon one and I cannot hit the flying or flying plates. I don't know. It's Something- the flying plates that you struggle with. It's the, That's the one most people struggle with because you have to know the timing. It's like the army man goes, I am not your mother. Break those plates. And then they go and you have to be ready to hit them. And people just don't get it. I don't. My, my, no, I don't get it. I can't get it. <laughs> so I go Toy Story. Where do you go? I the people that I was with so with my family and then like if I was with like Amanda we went into Star Wars that's fair because they were Star Wars people I don't like nice to walk through it because it's a like nice feeling and I'm not going to be there long so it's nice to go into Star Wars and then go to Toy Story because you're not going to be done with Toy Story and then walk through Star Wars. You're going to do it when you're not tired. Yeah. The only thing that I'll say with that is, like, if you're someone who has never been in Galaxy's Edge, I do think that you need to come in from that side, from the Muppet side. Because you walk in, and that first time you walk in, and you're like, oh my god, I'm, I'm here now. And you turn around, you can't see anything behind you. Where when you come in from the Toy Story side, it takes longer to get to that point where you can't see anything behind you. So you turn around and Buzz Lightyear's standing there staring at you. 
Interesting. And a big sign that says Toy Story Land. So, like, I do think if you've never gone into Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you need to go in from the Muppet side to get that full immersive experience. Because I'm telling you, I turned around and I was like, oh my god, I can't see anything. I feel like I'm actually on another planet. Like, this is crazy. Oh, They also give you maps and info at that entrance and not the other one. Really? Yeah, they hand you, like, the Star Wars language. Yeah. Like, when you walk in from that way. I think it's because that's meant to be, like, the main entrance. The other way is the exit. (laughs) That's true. They don't advertise that as much as they Yeah. Okay, the last one for Hollywood Studios. This is funny. Where do you sit in Fantasmic? (laughs) I like to see... At the end, when they do the fireworks, they put a blanket over <laughs> Ariel so she doesn't get fireworks on her. And I like to see that. So I go left. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> if I can't have the middle, I also go left. The right is eh. The middle, yes. I like to see them throw the blanket. So what happens, so everyone knows, is all of the characters have to go under the boat, like to the bottom floor and get covered from the fireworks. Ariel cannot get covered because she can't get up because she doesn't have legs and she's on the top floor. So they take this like fireproof blanket and they throw it over this poor girl. And she just sits up there and sometimes you just see like her tail flapping out of the blanket and it's really funny. So yes, if, and I like to point it out no matter who I'm with, I'm like, there's the blanket. So entertaining. Yeah, but, like the ship comes from right to left, so you get the longer view of the ferry at the end. Mm-hmm. Instead of when you're sitting at the right, you see them like start to come to you, and then you don't like you see the people on the back, but nothing of like the whole thing. By the time it's like lit up, it's already at you. Yeah, so you get a longer view of it, and the same thing. That's where. I mean, the boats kind of come from both sides for the rest of the show, but you do get that extra little bit of watching the boats if you want. Um, seeing it from the side is a little weird because the show is definitely made more to see from the front because you can, like, see things happening that kind of, if you're really, like, as an adult watching, kind of ruins the magic a little bit. But if you have kids with you, like, they're still going to see Mickey Mouse and be happy. I just remember, like, my favorite view of the whole thing was we were there the left, like, kind of towards the middle, but, like, left and then all the way to the back row that was my favorite view interesting yeah because I like then you can see everything is but if you're like closer you can see like it's way too close it's like an IMAX theater you want to be like perfectly in the center in the back no I like that front seat where like you get wet from the water and you feel the fire (laughs) (laughs) we did not know that me Amanda and um Juju went to see it and we did not know we were like oh nobody's in the front like what this is crazy so we sat in the front row and then the whole time we were like oh my god we're gonna <laughs> see I know it's gonna happen and I still choose it every time <laughs> I think it's it's the end of the night who cares yeah, bring an umbrella exactly <laughs> you're fine all right I think that's all for Hollywood Studios so let's go into Magic Kingdom do you go Tomorrowland or Adventureland? Tomorrowland. I do Adventureland first. I never go there first. 
That's so funny. Yeah, I am an Adventureland first person, which they actually did, like, studies that most people go to Tomorrowland, which I think is why I like to go to Adventureland, because it's less people. Yeah. Well, if there's I'm, no fast passes. They have my favorite little ride over there. Well, one. So for rope dropping, I love TTA. Oh, I love okay. ride that in the morning before it's, like, super hectic. That's so weird. I ride it once it's hectic. It's not as, like, calm, I guess. But I feel like when I'm rope dropping, I want to go to Space Mountain. Yeah, I can agree with that. I usually, I mean, I think as long as you're rope dropping one of the mountains, you're pretty good. Like, there's nothing in Adventureland that I would rope drop. But I do just enjoy, like, I, if I'm going in, no fast passes, nothing like that, I'm going to go to the left. Yeah. Well, because I feel like, because I've ridden, like, Space Mountain so much, I don't really want to wait 45 minutes for it. That's fair. I want to go right on, and then I would wait 45 minutes for, like, Jungle Cruise. So we actually did this poll on our Instagram, and 54% of people also go to the right. Only 46% go to the left. But that's pretty, that's pretty split. That's pretty even, yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad. All right, so the next one we have. So this one's just for... Space Mountain, when it splits, do you go to the left track or the right? Do you go Alpha or Omega? Oh my god, I can't remember. I feel like every time I wrote it, we had a fast pass. They kind of, like, let you give your opinion, though. Like, if you had to pick. True. I think I normally go Omega, because I feel like it's quicker, but I don't actually know. But this is kind of funny. So, Alpha is actually 10 feet longer. Interesting. So, if you want that extra 10 feet, which is probably about as long as the the ships are but yeah there's two tracks to choose from alpha and omega and then alpha is i have the numbers here 3196 feet long and omega is 3186 feet long are there more cars no i don't think so i think it's the same interesting it's just the track is a little bit longer yeah i've only gone right in the past i like to go right which i actually think is omega but i like to go right i think it's faster I think the drops are are better. Yeah. And then Big Thunder also has a split. This is our last one of the day. Ooh. So Big Thunder has a split. I go left because it's shorter. Yes. That, <laughs> that's my my one of my Disney pet peeves. So when Big Thunder splits, you can either go left or right. If you go left, you're gonna get right on the ride. If you go right, there's a chance that if there's a VIP tour or a handicapped person coming in, that they are going to cut in line in front of you because they load in the one that comes on the right. Interesting. So if one that's split and it says they're both equal, go to either one and they go one at a time. So it'll look like they're going back and forth. But if you go left, there is no chance of someone cutting in front of you. Whoa. If you go right, there's a chance of the VIP tour guides or the um, handicap line coming through. I wonder if there's, like, more space on the right that people think it's, like, shorter, so they go there. I don't know. It goes, like, back and forth. So people are like, oh, this one's shorter, but then the next one goes and it's shorter. So, like, it doesn't – it looks like it doesn't make a difference. And honestly, if there's no VIP tour or handicap, there isn't a difference. But when they come in, if you got that tour of 20 people, they just took up almost an entire car. Yeah. And then you got to wait longer. 
Exactly. Nah. All right. Well, I think that's all we have. I think we went through anywhere that you can go left or right. Um, if you think that we missed somewhere, go ahead and shoot us a, an email or message us on Instagram or Twitter or something like that. Let us know where we missed and we'll we'll talk about it next episode or we'll respond to you and let you know, like, are we going left or right? But that is it. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to be on our podcast or want to talk to us about anything or even want to just say hello, you can find us on Twitter on Instagram, I made us a website. Do not yes. make fun of me. I spelled podcast wrong. <laughs> when I <laughs> feel free to go on and check out our podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's all fixed. So you can find everything at Spill the D Pod at, or um, our website is on our Instagram. All right, perfect. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. See you real soon. Disney magic. So one second, let me just transfer. (laughs)